Welcome to Warren Radio with your hosts, the Watchman Dana Smith and Tower. Thanks for listening. Greetings and welcome to Warren Radio. I am Tower and we are glad you joined us. If you would like to write to us, you can do so by going to our contact page on warn-usa.com and if you would like to ta- send us any prayer requests, I want you to know we do take them seriously before the Lord. So you can be sure of that. Be sure to follow the WIBR Warn Radio on Twitter with hashtag WatchmanIS216 and hashtag Warn Radio. On Instagram, use hashtag Warn Radio. LinkedIn, Use hashtag Watchman and join us on USA.life and MeWe with hashtag Warn Radio. You can jo- join us on Parlor with at Watchman DGS and on CloudHub with at Warn Radio. Warren Radio Network is available through the following carriers on our Watchman Alert Radio Network. Blueberry, iHeartRadio, iTunes Player, Apple Podcast, Spreaker, Stitcher, TuneIn, Google Play Music, Warren Radio Visions on Blog Talk Radio, Podcast Addict, CastBox, Google Podcast, Anchor, Deezer, and Podchaser. Be sure to read the latest articles by The Watchman. They're pertinent and apply to this day and age we live in. Please read them and pass them along to your friends. On warn-usa.com, you can read, American Eagle Has Landed. The American Eagle Has Landed. It was the hot summer, hot days of summer, July 20th, 1969. So long ago, but I remember it well. President John F. Kennedy made it his goal to reach the moon. And also on warn-usa.com and danaglennsmith.com, you can read Prophetic Events, The Time Will Come. Prophetic prophetic events for the time, that is, the for this age, is here now. Many years ago, the Lord one night awoke me to a phrase. Since that time, I have used it on and off for years. The phrase is, the materializing of evil. And now I welcome in the Watchman. You're listening to WARN Radio on the WIBR WARN Radio Network. Don't forget to visit our websites at warn-usa.com and danaglinsmith.com. And also follow us on Twitter, find us on Instagram, and join us on LinkedIn. Greetings. It is a Friday morning, beginning of a weekend. And in our neck of the woods, it's the beginning of another mask mandate. Reminding us that, of course, they have the law on their side. Maybe unconstitutional, but they've got the law. Up front... I've got four key words for you. Goodness, Lord, land, and living. You know, living in America, I mean all my life, and I can see the same thing in my forebears, our family, 
came to this country a long time ago. The original connections through the many lines we had go all the way back to the pilgrims. We had land in this country. And it's kind of interesting because, you know, when we did receive a republic and the document was signed, Franklin was asked if they had, I think it was a nation or a republic. He says, a republic if you can keep it. The forebears warned about democracy because it was prone to licentiousness and sin, debauchery. So they lined out a constitution with laws. The bottom line, and a lot of those who were elected today, I mean all of them I should say, have to swear to uphold the Constitution, not just federally to our Constitution, but even to the Constitution of their individual states. So the question is, how do communists and socialists get elected, funded by Soros, who end up doing things that are against the Constitution and get away with it? How do they just say to the cops, let them burn the place down and don't do anything? And they get away with it. And if you ever wonder why sin is emboldened in America, we've allowed it to happen. So as we look around and as mask mandates and everything else, and we have a rise in COVID, and they keep telling you to put the masks on when everybody pretty much has been wearing masks, and guess what? It didn't help anybody. Well, we should say, did it help anybody? Because if it's a virus, a virus isn't bothered with a mask. And in spite of all the lockdowns, in spite of all of the masks, worldwide, COVID is on the rise. Now you see there is protection and there is healing, but it's found in the Lord. But unfortunately the church has thrown out those things. I mean, really. They just soon go to a doctor. Believing for healing is tough. Our family's been doing this for many, many years now. Since the kids were born. But the phrase that I told you is very good. Because today, mercy, goodness, courage, and faith in the land of the living is important for you in order to get you and your kids through this. In Psalm 22, 7 through 8 and 13 through 14, Hear, O Lord, when I cry with my voice, have mercy also upon me and answer me. When thou saidest, Seek ye my face, my heart said unto thee, Thy face, Lord, will I seek. Today the Spirit of God prompts us. The Holy Spirit having been sent, Yahshua coming and dying on the cross, triumphing over all principalities and powers. We have redemption. We have faith. We have the gifts of the Spirit, the fruits of the Spirit. And we're living in the land of the living, unless you're dead in the land of the living and in a graveyard. But even Paul says, for the believers to be absent from the body is, is to be present with the Lord. When thou saidest, Seek ye my face, my heart said unto thee, Thy face, Lord, will I seek. I had fainted unless I had believed to see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. 
Now, you see, for those of us living in America, and pretty much a lot of the West, Western civilized Christian nations, that's where Christianity took root, and we're speaking of Europe, we're speaking of uh, throughout the Mediterranean, pretty much the upper part from Spain into Greece, you know, around in those areas. Of course, you get around over into the Middle East. But the main ones I'm talking are in predominantly Europe, Christianized Europe, the UK. the Norwegian and Swedes and Finns up north, the Welsh, Irish, all on the island, Australia, New Zealand, and America and Canada. But America has been among the top. We have been blessed. And so it hasn't been hard to live in this country and understand that we have had more blessings than probably any nation on earth. We have been free. Our churches are huge, mega churches, million dollar, multi-million dollar churches. We've had multi-million dollar evangelists and everything else. I mean, from the eyes of the world, we are rich and in need of nothing. We have it all. So everybody comes here because they want to live this life. But you see, we've had a problem. We've had problems through the years. We had the Great Depression. We're living in the, in the land in America didn't seem so well. That is, for many of them. Now, my family, on the one side, was poor. They were farmers. They got better as time got going, and Grandpa did really well. They ended up real well, but it took hard work. Everything they had, they made, they grew. They created. Sundays they went to church after they fed the cattle, you know, the rest of the animals. My other granddad, my other side, lived in California Catalina they weren't even affected by the depression not much they weren't rich but they got by did good but you see today in a world in America that has been spoiled with kids that are spoiled kids that have cars at a young age have the you know, 150, whatever they are, $200 name brand tinny runners, tennis shoes, who have $1,000 phones, computers. They've got technology. And, of course, they've been taught better. So now, if you're a white man living in America, you're a racist automatically. And if you're a black man, you have people that are vying for you to get reparations from slavery. And it doesn't matter that so many men and women gave their own blood to free those from slavery that the Southern Democrats wanted to keep there. The payment has been made folks. But see, Biden is intent on giving them reparations. That ain't going to do any good. You're just going to make matters worse. But you see, in the land of the living today, we have mask mandates. We have total shutdowns if you're in Cuomo's land. Oh, I feel for the New Yorkers and those in California. We left a long time ago because they were crazy then, our family left and came this way. So when we talk about seeing the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living, 
what do we wind up with? A place that has become pretty raunchy, full of licentiousness and sin. People running around with masks that never talk to anybody practically, and if they do, you can't understand them. Who don't look you in the eye when you do speak to them. I mean, even without the mask, you could talk to them and look them in the eye, and they won't say anything. They will never look you in the eye. Very few look you in the eye, even around here. Nobody smiles, nobody's friendly, everybody's been taught, now we've got them segregated. You stay at home, you can't go anywhere, you got to have a mask. And of course, Justice Alito came out and said that the rights of Americans are being violated through this more than they ever have. And he was concerned about it. Didn't stop Cuomo from, from his madman techniques. You see, because there are those, especially in the liberal Democratic Party, that believe that the American public are too stupid to do things on their own, except for the governor of South Dakota who refuses to do any of that and lets it open, and they have made it fine through this. For all the masks that everybody, and all the lockdowns, we have more COVID now than we had before. It hasn't helped. Christy Nome, South Dakota's done all right. Yet the question remains is, can you go outside? Can you look around? Can you see goodness of the Lord in the land of the living? Now that's the question today, and that's really part of the thing that I put up every day. I call them my mini-sermons. A context of scripture that don't have anybody preaching or teaching, and it just have certain words keyed out and certain phrases and a hit line that lets you know what we're looking at. Mercy, goodness, courage, and faith in the land of the living. That unless I had believed to see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living, I would have fainted. I would never have made it, the psalmist said. He had to look beyond the circumstances and he had to believe that he would see the goodness, the mercy, the grace, the leading, the deliverance of the Lord in the land where he was living. That no matter what would come to him or his family, they would be delivered somehow. Not knowing, don't lean unto thy own understanding, Scripture says. But we're Americans, we do that all the time. That's why we want to kill babies out of the womb. And of course, it's been pointed out on social media that although we have a lot of people that have died from COVID, how many kids have we killed in the womb and now we've made a law in certain places. New York's the worst. And I did this at the beginning of this. I went through the through the states that had the worst uh, COVID. And you can trace it right to liberal policies. You can trace it to abortion and laws that we've done. You may not like it, but that's the way it is. It's about time you woke up. But see, as far as talking to a nation saying, wake up, it's not going to wake up. America's not going to wake up. Unless the Lord touches your heart, unless you're hungry for him in truth, you will be in trouble. But see, God can, you know, like the old phrase go, you can't make a horse drink water. You just can't, or any animal. But you can put salt in their food, and they'll become thirsty. You can lead them to the water, but you can't make them drink. So it says after that, wait on the Lord, be of good courage, and he shall strengthen your heart. I say wait on the Lord. Now this psalmist said, I would have fainted unless I could see goodness of the Lord in the land where I was living, or in the land of the living. He found out that you need to wait on the Lord 
He says that twice, repetitive. Whenever you see it used twice, two or three times, the word says. In the law, it says that. By two or three witnesses, let every word be established. Here we got two witnesses of wait on the Lord in the same sentence. That means you need to pay attention. Be of good courage. Be brave. Have faith. And when you're of good courage, now going into the land, the Lord told Joshua and, and the whole group there that you had to have courage. Be not afraid. Stand up. And he will strengthen that heart. So today when I was getting this prepared to send out to all of our social media and everything, I'd been seeking the Lord about all this stuff happening for a long time. Matter of fact, over a year and a half, I've been waiting for this particular election, knowing that this would be what it is. It would be the culmination. There would be a thing here where Americans have to make up their mind. Because... Well, God can't make you drink righteousness. He can put a little salt in your life, a little things that make you think, well, maybe I need to wake up. Maybe I need to seek the Lord. Maybe I need to draw near to him. So the Lord this morning spoke to me and said, go outside and look around and see. And I did. Went out there. It was early in the morning. There's a little breeze moving the trees. It's been beautiful here. Abnormally beautiful. But we've enjoyed it. Beautiful. It was quiet. Last night we were watching, excuse me, a documentary. I think I was. Somewhere along the line I was doing it. No, no, I think Tower was with me now that I think about it. And uh, it was talking about silence, and it was covering the original people that were in Death Valley. And they had gone to a place in Death Valley, and they said, have you ever heard it silent? And I have. I've been out here in Wyoming. And I've been, I, I had a place out here until they developed it that I would go early in the morning and spend time before the Lord. That's the exact same place where I was studying the apocalypse one morning, reading and praying about it. And I looked up and four horses were standing in the field right across from me, not less than I, probably 15 yards from me. I was so astonished. I was reading about the four horsemen of the apocalypse, and I looked up, and there's four horses staring at me. You see, God does do that. He does send you little things like that. And I learned to observe the signs. And silence has a sound to it pure silence and it's unbelievable there's things that we don't even enjoy anymore because we're too busy so when the Lord told me to go outside I did has the sun been removed well it's coming up is the sky missing no the sky is still there I can see the stars is the earth destroyed? Well, I'm standing here, so it's not destroyed. And we have animals down here by the river. So you go out and look around, and you ask yourself, of course, if you're in New York City, you might have kind of a trouble doing this, but out here, look around. Do not even the birds and animals enjoy the day? 
Or are you so consumed with negativity from the poison of the society we live in today, you cannot see the goodness or hope for the next day, let alone the one you're in? There's a lot of people like it. Now they have this COVID thing where you've had too much COVID and people get in depression and mental attitudes. See, the thing of it is, the hope is the Lord. Now, see, my job is indoors. My job is online. My job is writing. I write books, articles, preach and teach in the Watchman Institute for Biblical Research and Warren Radio Move Forward. So when they say, well, you can't go anywhere, I don't go anywhere anyway. And I haven't been spending all the time with a mask on. Others have. And now since the COVID, I don't go any <laughs> anywhere anywhere much. Because these people think they know better. And I'm frankly too busy, too consumed with what I'm doing to worry about it. But you look around. You know, now this year I didn't get out normally as I would have because of COVID, getting up in the mountains and things that I usually do because of this. But see, the question, even for me, is have you been so consumed with the negativity, the poison, the hatred coming from the liberal Democrats, those who hate Trump so much that they're willing to do anything, an election that has been totally hijacked and the evidence is there but we'll find out you just bide your time and there's trouble in the world we report every week on the persecution of Christians and it never stops but you see in, in, in the countries, and it's happening in America, even AOC and some of her nincompoop female friends who don't really know America, Ilian Omar, who really got consumed and got caught by Veritas, buying votes where she lives, supported by Muslims like she is, Muslims who are illegal, but they voted anyway. Illegally, they weren't registered to vote, but she paid for the votes. Democrats didn't do nothing, but Veritas has the video. You have AOC that said, well, now that Biden's in, we're going to have to make a list of all the Trump supporters, you know, round them up. Why? Because they don't think that you're smart enough because you're a Trump supporter. You're stupid. Now, see, if they hate Trump supporters today, they're going to hate the gun owners tomorrow. But they hate them today, too. Biden's already pointed out the millions of taxes he's going to put on gun owners. See, this is exactly what the King of England did in the beginning, taxing the tea and stuff. And that's how the revolution started. Go ahead, Biden. Put it on if you ever get in there. Because just because we're Americans doesn't mean something can't happen to create an America that's free and leave you slugs, whatever you want to create. See, this is the problem in a poisoned America because a divided nation cannot stand. Now see, within this, That poison that's in America, that division, that hatred, which is beyond the scope, it's devilish. It gets to the point where all the stuff coming out of the media anymore is totally full of hate and bias, 100%. All your big tech people, and you know who they are, that are slanted. And so basically, you can put the media, 
the tech, the liberal Democrats, and many others against Trump and his supporters. But you see, what's more than that, we've developed this attitude, and the Democratic governors are the best at this, making it almost unbearable to live in their cities that they rule or their states because they crack down. Because you're not smart enough to be a Californian on your own because Gavin Newsom's going to think for you. Now, see, he will allow... Antifa and Black Lives Matter to riot on the streets with no masks, but he doesn't want a church to have a service which honors God. See, this is how screwed up we are. And you can follow this around. Look at Cuomo, New York. His hatred for Trump, which goes back, they have a history. When Trump was a businessman in New York, Trump tells you, don't bet against me. Don't ever bet against me. Why? Because he never gives up. He's a fighter. He will go down fighting. But he will fight. And he isn't afraid of you. And in one of his things not too long ago, he says, he says, Jesus Christ is the leader here. Oh boy, the liberals and others don't like that. So now they're not only going to uh, roust out the Trump supporters and the patriots, they'll go after the Christians now too. See, because we don't have the right. Now see, China's the same way. <clears throat> because that's why they started breaking down the churches, because they didn't think the Christians knew what they were doing. And the communists had a better way to take care of it, so they ended up destroying the churches, the ones that didn't cooperate. And even in the churches that are that are state okayed, you have to acknowledge the communists above God, which will never happen if you're a true believer. Just like Meshach, Shadrach, and Abednego told Nebuchadnezzar, our God is able to deliver us, but even if he doesn't, we will not bow down to your idol, which was an image of him. You see, these are the things. Daniel continued to seek the Lord, and they threw him in the lion's den. But God delivered him. God delivered Meshach, Shadrach, and Abednego. It's time for you to stand up today. So the communists decided that they would think for everybody there. You can't even think on your own in communist China. And if you're a Christian there, you're in trouble. Many are in jail. There's a lot of them that aren't but they're oppressed. You get over into North Korea, and they do have churches, and they're very, very, very difficult to be a Christian there. But you can't even think about thinking. You see, when government begins to fear those that have the guns or those that go to churches, then your government is in trouble. You're in trouble, more in trouble than the government is because the government's going to change. So I'm telling you to leave the poison of society, leave the negativity, and look for the goodness of the Lord and hope. Look for the next day and see hope. The psalmist said, I had fainted. I would not have made it. I would never have made it unless I had believed, had faith in, and trusted to see the goodness, the favor of the Lord in the land of the living. His favor, his goodness, to see me through. Not man, God. Our God and our Father, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, the great and mighty and most holy God, the God of all gods, I am that I am, who has his Son, this day I have begotten thee. Yahshua, Jesus Christ, I am that I am, the first and the last, the Almighty, says of himself in Revelation 1. 
You have to have hope. You see, is not the Lord in charge? Many people don't believe that. I say he is in charge. He is in charge of the tomorrows of your life. So when the Lord said, go out and see, then believe. For the psalmist even said, I had fainted unless I would believed to see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Even in America, wherever you live today, there is hope. If you're in North Korea, there's hope. Because God is eternal. Kim Jong-un isn't. In China, God is eternal. The Communist Party is not. You see, many people have lost hope or are bitter or lack faith. But there is hope and you can believe. Well, I can't believe. Pray to the Lord. Well, I can't. Yes, you can. You have to force yourself. I believe. State it. I believe that there is the Lord God who's in charge. And I believe that his son, Yahshua, Jesus Christ, has died for my sins. And I repent of my unbelief and all my sins. And I repent for my family. I ask God to forgive them. And I stand here, Lord, grant me thy goodness and favor in the land of the living. Help me in my unbelief and guide me. Help me to have hope. It's okay to ask the Lord for hope. It's okay to tell the Lord, Hey, Lord, I've been in unbelief. Lord, I've had trouble. This is a God. He can handle it, okay? He already knows. You're the one that can't handle it. See, for many years, I've been saying to my own family and others on the shows, I open the door to tomorrow. I open that door up with faith. Believing that no matter what comes, the Lord will make a way. But you see, I say that. I open the door and the devil's right there on the right and, and all the legions of hell are on the left. And then right in front of me are all the humans that the devil uses. But in the midst of all that, as you walk through, the crowd opens up and moves away because you've got the power of the Lord. And there are those around you that need that faith, that need that deliverance, that need this God which you know. God has not called the church of Jesus Christ to walk in fear but faith. I was really appreciative of John Haggy. He did come down with COVID and he got well. And he said, there is a vaccine. The name is Jesus Christ. <laughs> For he is our healer. He's our Lord, Yahshua, Jesus Christ. See, I've literally, many, many years ago, when God called me to this part of the end time ministry, I had an earlier part out of Bible school and going forward. But this is a specific call we're in now. Been that way for over two decades. I remember fighting illness. And I had to walk around our house where we were at. And I would lift my arms up and I would move all my afflicted parts and I would claim healing in the name of the Lord. There were others who had what I had. They didn't believe and they ended up getting operations and everything else and still fight it. The Lord delivered me totally. When Tower and I came to the Lord many, many years ago, the Lord delivered us then too of many things. I'm telling you, you serve a God who can. 
Now see, we're in the fighting God, the kingdom war, spiritual warfare. You can't even begin spiritual warfare if you can't win here. Because this is spiritual warfare, folks. The devil wants to destroy your country, wants to make it into something it was never intended. And God is giving you a chance now. He just happened to find a guy that loved America more than any other he could see here. Who was pretty good at what he did when he put his mind to it. And the Lord put it in his heart to run for president. But he's been one of the most vilified, one of the most hated people. But his policies have been some of the most successful policies in the history of our country. As far as unemployment and working with many of the minorities. That's why he has so many. He has tons of former Democrats and Everything else, everyone else following him. He has a whole legion of lawyers that have seen this. They have thousands of people that have come forward about what's happened with this election. It's not just this election, folks, but if you can't fix your election to where it's safe and secure and people can be trusted, then you'll never have a good election anymore. But you see, you need to rise and you, need, and you need to tell yourself, I shall rise in the Lord on the wings of eagles. And I will believe that no matter what, the Lord Jesus will make a way for me and my family in this world. No matter the day, the time, or the trouble that may come, the Lord will make a way for me and my family. And I will be of good courage. And I will look in this land of the living and I will see the goodness of the Lord here and I will not receive the negativity and I will believe. Now you see, this was meant to be a precursor to our show today. And the title for this show was Keep Faith and Stand Firm. And what I just gave you was Keep Faith and Stand Firm and Look in the Land of the Living and See the Goodness of the Lord. Understand that in this land of the living... There is a goodness of the Lord, his favor upon those who will call upon him. And in the end, your home is going to be in his kingdom. Because when you get right down to it, we've got a lot of things coming. Now in Luke 12... 49, and I'm going to read a few verses here through 53. I am come to send fire on the earth, and what will I if it already be kindled? But I have a baptism to be baptized with. How am I straight until it be accomplished? That was his mission. Things, he was immersed in this. He is the Messiah. And he was to go to the cross. He knew that. He says, suppose that I am come to give peace on the earth? I say no or nay, but rather division. Christ didn't come to give peace on the earth. He came to redeem men and they can have his peace within him. The bottom line of it is, in case you haven't figured it out, sin will send you to hell, and all of sin and come short of the glory of God. Christ came to redeem you, to deliver you, to make a way for you. He says, From henceforth there shall be five and one house divided, three against two, two against three. 
The father shall be divided against the son, the son against the father, the mother against the daughter, the daughter against the mother, the mother-in-law against her daughter-in-law, and the daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law. And if you go into the Middle East, and in other nations as well, you can find this, that when, when a believer is a former Hindu or a former Muslim, or something else that's former. We're, when we become a Christian, we're always former something. You're going to find there's those that didn't like what happened to you. And it's really prevalent in the Muslim world because they have a death penalty for those who, what they, you know, backslide. They become a, a non-Muslim and become a Christian and the persecution against them is some of the worst there is. And they lose their entire families, the ones. And we've we've seen and we've talked about it. You know, this happens more than in America. But see, now, now, it's really interesting. Now we have gotten a society that kind of looks as... Uh, Christianity is part of many religions and it can be either taken or set aside. Not important. And now we have become divided over Trump. Over a guy that just wants to make America great. Which doesn't make any sense. Well, we don't like his tweets. Well, I don't like Twitter. But I'm not going to be divided from anybody over it. I've talked to people who, who didn't like Trump. I don't care whether you don't like him. But see, we have no more civility in this country. And so we allow things to divide us. And we've allowed this to divide us as such. And we've been divided for a long time. When Obama get, got in... There were those that worshipped him as the Messiah. I covered it. I've got an article on our website right now that I talked about that. It's part of my republishing program of some of these things that are important. I didn't care for Obama's policies. Had nothing to do with the fact he's black. You know, and this is this is another bunch of garbage, you know, throwing guilt on the whites because they're white. That's hogwash. That's the devil's work. Go suck an egg and have fun. I'm not going to receive your condemnation. I've already gone through all this with the Lord. I repented. And as far as you want reparations, you know... You don't deserve reparations. You burn down the inner cities. Or you threaten people. You know, I saw the videos of the whites bending down, kissing the boots of the blacks. That's oppression. That's making you a slave. The very thing that a guy in San Diego, California, when I was in the service, I went over there for dinner because I knew his daughter... And she invited me. And as a good serviceman, you never pass a homemade meal. We got into this discussion about the UN, about the globalist nations, and about all the blacks out there that want to make slaves out of all the whites. I disagreed with him. I didn't see it then because, I, well, I was never around blacks. Well, you were anti-black. Well, no, I wasn't because there wasn't any, any blacks in our hometown. Get over it. When I was watching TV, Cosby, guess what? He's black. Oh, really? Never noticed. I liked it because he was good. I didn't say, oh, look at that black actor. That's, <laughs> that's ludicrous. That's stupid. You people are crazy sometimes. 
You're just absolutely nuts, just like AOC. Well, we're going to make a list. Make your make your list. What do you think it's going to do? You're you going to stop the Patriots? Go ahead and make your list and go try to round them up. Because, frankly, as a woman and a congresswoman, you don't know what you're talking about. And neither does Ilian Omar. Nancy Pelosi's lost it. She's crazy, along with Schumer. Our political system is crazy. We have division everywhere. We have people willing to destroy an election because of hatred. We have no civility on our streets. And this is everywhere, including here. No civility, division, hatred. We've thrown off the gospel. Preachers don't preach the salt of the gospel anymore. Very few of them. We have catered to the lust and the flesh of American people just to get them into our churches. There comes a time when your ploys in your mamby-pamby, babysitting, milk-producing churches don't do anything. You're not there. You're not there to soothe the flesh. Matter of fact, you're there to bring conviction so that they can find deliverance. You're never going to change until you see the error of your ways. What part of H-E-L-L don't you understand? What part of an America that isn't going to stand because it's divided don't you understand? This is spiritual warfare. And we think of spiritual warfare as going into a house and casting the demons out of it. That's nothing. You know, remember the old shows where you had the boy and he had his head twisting around, he was demon-possessed, he had the priest that was almost killed because of this thing. That's nonsense. Pure show. Because if you were fasted and prayed up and had faith, you could cast that sucker out of there. But you have to be anointed. You have to have an ongoing fasting and prayer. You have to know the Lord and know that he's able to do that. And you wonder why America is in such trouble? You want spiritual warfare? Get your attitude right, like in the beginning of this. You want to see goodness of the Lord in the land of the living? You need to look, and you need to have faith. And you need to know that God is in charge. I ain't worried about the outcome of the election, no matter what happens. No, I have my preferences. You know, I'd just soon not go through tribulation. Isn't that funny? But in the world, we will have tribulation. When you have a kingdom and a house divided, it will not stand, including your own or your own nation. You see, and what we were talking about in Luke 12 here, was the division over who is Jesus Christ and when they come to the Lord. The underlying problem is the fact we rejected the Lord a long time ago. We became the Laodicean church, the Sardis church. The world has followed a rejection of the gospel as well. Paul warns about this in 2 Thessalonians 2. So you want spiritual warfare? Begin now, today. Begin with your own attitude. Begin with getting yourself straight. Pray for your family. Stand up and believe. We will get through the mask. We will get through these stupid mandates. COVID will be gone one day. But you do not have to live in fear of it. There's another thing that goes with this, and that is you need to get your autoimmune system fixed as well. There is a secret to a lot of this. There's faith, and then there's taking care of the body that God gave you.
you eat, you drink, you abuse your body, and then when you get sick, you say, Lord, deliver me from this illness. When if you'd have been eating the right foods, doing the right things with those foods, your body would have been able to have a natural rejection of it, stand up and fight. That's called autoimmune. But when you eat the wrong foods, it breaks down part of your gut bug, as I call it. That's a Gundry term. Dr. Stephen Gundry. Don't listen to the liars on the internet. This guy knows what he's talking about. Plant Paradox. That's the one book you need to see. He has four books out. I've read them all. The other one is coming out. But I'm telling you, there's a couple of little secrets out there that Dr. Gundry knows as far as keeping your autoimmune up and also not having to worry about COVID. Something the doctors will never tell you. And there's been a lot of warnings around the world from other doctors and organizations about masks, about lockdowns, about how we're fighting this is not the way to do it. But we don't listen. So for today, my friends, understand this. I'm bringing this special segment, but it's going to be this next one. This is part 10 of the Kingdom War. Because it's very, very important. Your spiritual warfare, your task, is to see this goodness of the Lord in your life in the land of the living. He's there. Father, we thank you for your word today. We thank you for those that have heard this. We thank you, Lord, for your mercy. Lord, a lot of stuff has been shared here. Help them to focus in on you. That's who we have to focus on. Seeing your goodness, your favor in the land of the living. And we can do that today because you sent your son, Yahshua, Jesus Christ, to die on the cross for our sins. We are your sons and your daughters, and you love families, and you love people. But you will not abide with sin and pride and rebellion. It's not man's laws, it's God's laws. So, Father, heal your people, direct them, help them, heal them, move in their lives, Lord. I pray that they will see your goodness in the land of the living, that they will understand where the spiritual warfare begins, right here, right now, in your family, with you, then with your those around you. And you have to be united. Stop being divided over stupid things. Being divided over a guy by the name of Trump because he just wants to make America great is stupid. You worry about his tweets? Don't you see all the other tweets on there? I have. I've been doing this for a long time. I've read so many tweets you wouldn't believe. They're garbage. A lot of them are garbage. Do you know what people say on these things? And you, you're you worried about Trump? Get over it. you got to put this stuff behind you. And the church, you need to put stuff behind you, too. Stop being divided over denominations. Get out of that. That's the old way. Because I can tell you, I've been reporting on the persecuted church around the world, and they could care less, those people, whether they're killing a Baptist, a Pentecostal, whether they're Assembly God, whether they're Lutheran. They don't even care to, they don't even differentiate between a, a, a Mormon and some other Christian denomination. So you better get a grip here. Because your enemy don't care. It's about time you understood love and understanding. Live with peace. With all men in as much as possible. Live with all men. With peace. Be at peace. You'll find that in Romans New Testament. Be at peace with all men. In as much as possible. You know, I mean, if they're shooting at you, 
you know, you don't want to surrender. You want to be at peace with them. You don't surrender who you are, what your values are. See, that's not how we do things. I will meet you on that field for peace. And we will get along. We will disagree agreeably. But I'm not going to sacrifice my values just to please your hatred. No, I serve the Lord Christ. And I serve him. And there's people that I've been nice to and I've come to know them. And no, they're not Christians. Go figure. There are good people out there. But they need the Lord. Father, thank you for your mercy in Jesus' name. Be blessed, everybody. We'll see you again next week. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Warren Radio.